Yo, 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 what's going on, Gerona Bro? It's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington, and this is episode number 196 of the TR Expert Talks. I'm here at General Fitness Company Studio, and I was just thinking today on this Fulfillment Friday about gender roles. And the reason why I was thinking about gender roles, I just got off the phone with my friend Alexa Hauser. We're going to be listening to her podcast interview next week. I just got to do some editing and obviously send it over to her so she can give me the give me the final approval. But we were talking about gender roles, and we were talking a little bit about the topic of what men need and want and how they express their feelings. And I was actually thinking about how this saying that we kind of take for granted is that nice guys finish last. And I wanted to talk about that because, you know, I happen to think of myself as a nice guy and I don't think I finish last. I do finish uh, not first all the time. I wish I did finish first, but I don't think nice guys finish last. And if they do finish last, it's very rare. And I'll tell you why I believe that in the episode. But before we get this episode underway, you know, I'd really appreciate if you would share it. You can do it really easily. You can take a screenshot or you can copy the link and send it over to a friend via text message or email. You can also just do it the old school way and just tell your friend about it. Tell him, hey, that, that General Fitness Company cast, aka TR Expert Talks, is really awesome, and that Jerry Washington is spitting some real fire! Yeah! So anyways, uh, if you don't get around to sharing it, you know you can also uh, subscribe or leave a rating or review if you're on iTunes. Anyways, let's go ahead and get this show on the road, episode number 196 of the TR Expert Talks. Do nice guys finish last? Lego. All right, so this should be fun. Do nice guys finish last, you know? <laughs> we mostly think about that, and we think about a guy that's, like, maybe getting walked all over, like the nerdy guy with the thick glasses that everybody just ignores, or he tries to be nice to everybody, and everybody just is being mean to him, <laughs> for lack of better words. And so we automatically associate being nice with being a pushover. We associate that with obviously not being a successful person because nobody would assume that a, a successful person would also be a pushover. But what really is a successful person? What is it that makes you not finish last? It's not being a nice guy, I'll tell you that. There's actually scientific evidence. There's been quite a few studies and there's what's called five personality traits that are correlated to success. Now you can look this up anywhere and there's quite a few studies, but there's five traits and we're going to go over these five traits and we're going to talk about these five traits just a little bit so we can get an idea of what can make you successful in your life and maybe you can think about if you possess any of these qualities or maybe you're lacking any of these qualities and think about what they actually mean and, and maybe we'll talk about a few things that we can do to increase these personality traits over time. So anyways, the first one, which seemed to be the clearest indicator of success was extroversion. However, that comes with one caveat. It's actually more accurately uh, characterized as being dominant and sociable. See, extroversion is a, is a funny thing. You can be one of those people that's totally out there. You know, you can think of those people with like the purple hair and the people that are just a little bit different. Those people may be a little bit extroverted, but unfortunately, somebody with purple hair is not necessarily going to be the most sociable person. They might be, 
But the likelihood is that because they're kind of bucking against social norms, they're not going to be as social as someone that's kind of staying in line with the social norms. Uh, same goes with dominance. You know, if you are someone that might be a little bit extroverted, but you're not quite dominant, you're just one of those people that just is out to have a good time and essentially is just along for the ride, you won't necessarily be successful, but you might have a good time. <laughs> so that is the dominant factor, extroversion. The second dominant, which could arguably be the dominant factor, is conscientiousness. And conscientiousness essentially means you're organized and hardworking. So someone that is like aware of what they're doing, you know, aware of what their effect is, and aware of what's going on around them. Those are conscientious people and they have an idea of what they want to do, what they want to accomplish, so they also work hard. That's pretty much sums up conscientiousness and a lot of people, unfortunately, are not as conscientious as they should be. They think about being organized, but they're not quite hardworking or vice versa. They're not organized and I have to say that my organization could be a little bit better, but I definitely work super hard. So I would say out of those two things, I'm probably closer to a 75%, definitely 100% on the hardworking and we'll say 50% organized. So we'll round that out to about 75%. Uh, another trait is openness to experience. And that also actually kind of links up with extroversion. And that really is not necessarily uh, as strong of an indicator of someone that is, uh, is going to be successful. But someone that has openness to experience might be more likely to be successful than someone that's closed off from experiencing anything. Because the thing is that you might be someone that is uh, open to a certain experience and maybe that certain experience brings success but if you're not overall open you might be one of those people that just kind of continues doing the same thing over and over because you're not open to have other experiences so you just think about that like openness to experience can be something that can lead to your success but on the same note, if you are, you know, super creative and you are too, too open to the experience, you might end up finding something that might put you in a position that will be your downfall. So you got to be wary about that openness to express. Now, the last two here are actually uh, they're negative indicators. I would say they're negatively correlated to success. So. People that score high in neuroticism. Now, neuroticism, you probably heard that before. Someone that's neurotic, someone that's like, essentially that's like the same as crazy for most people. But to be more specific, someone that ranks high in neuroticism is someone that's going to be more likely to be like moody. So say someone that is they're going to be more sensitive to, say, anxiety or worry or they're going to, be get, they're going to get angry faster or frustrated faster. Now, that could be... That can help in certain ways because that can lead you to take action. If you're feeling worry and fear and anger and frustration, you, you might be more likely to take action. However, because of the fact that you, if you aren't working as a single entity, if you are working in a group, that anxiety, worry, anger, frustration, all those can actually spell your downfall because you have to work with other people. And other, if other people are constantly working with someone that's high in neuroticism, while they may get stuff done, maybe why they might be conscientious and open to experience, if you're constantly exposed to anxiety, worry, and frustration, and jealousy and all those other negative emotions, eventually your productivity is going to go down because you're going to have a negative mindset and it's going to be hard to really want to be open to more experiences because every one of your experiences you're going to go in with perspective that you're going to have 
a bad experience. So it's going to be colored a little bit negative before you even get to it. So you want to not be high in neuroticism. It's good in certain aspects. That obviously, with any kind of uh, personality trait, there's oh, there's levels to it. You know, there's shades of neuroticism. You might not be completely neurotic, but you might have just a little bit, just enough neuroticism that you that will make you take action, but not enough to where you um, affect the people around you and affect the the team that you're working with. And last but not least. This is uh, the the least indicator of the five the big five personality traits, and that's agreeableness. And agreeableness is actually one of the least correlated with success. Although it does correlate with success in certain aspects, uh, out of everything, agreeableness is the least correlated with success. And the reason why that is is because. Agreeableness, unfortunately, means that while you may be able to get along with people and you may be able to work with a team, if you're high in agreeableness, well, then the unfortunate thing is that you may go along with what everybody says. You're gonna, somebody's going to tell you something and you're just going to do it. You're not going to really be one of those people that stands for by your principles. Agreeableness is like essentially what we think about those people that are pushovers. Someone that just essentially agrees with everything that's said to them, everything that there that is requested from them essentially that's what agreeableness is so if you want to have success the five things you want to have is uh, extroversion you want to be someone that gets out there you want to be conscientious so you want to work hard you want to be organized openness to experience you want to be one of those people that goes out and is able to experience new things without being shut off in your own bubble and uh, as I, that kind of goes along with as i said with extroversion because if you are an introvert you're most likely not going to be as open to experiences Neuroticism, as I said before, you, everybody probably knows someone that's really neurotic, someone that is really testy, someone that is very sensitive to anxiety, worry, fear, and anger, all those negative emotions. You might know somebody that's like that. And while, the, as I, while I said that might be helpful for them to take action, you know, obviously negative emotions trigger us to take action because we don't feel comfortable with negative emotion. The unfortunate thing is if someone that's neurotic is working with a team, that unfortunately normally affects the team and it breaks down the team cohesiveness because it's hard to work with someone that is constantly having worries and fears that the, the project won't get done and is constantly frustrated when people might give them a suggestion or something like that. So, as I said, that is kind of a two-sided coin. Neuroticism is good in certain ways, but if you're really neurotic, then it just can blow the whole thing up. And agreeableness, as I said, it's good in essence to be agreeable. You know, you don't want to be a jerk, but it's, it seems to be that the people that are most successful are the ones that are least agreeable because those are the people that more or less stand by their principles and get their way. Those are the people that know how to express what they believe and they have an idea of what should be right in their world. Now, it doesn't mean that they completely are going to be correct. <laughs> that doesn't mean that. But agreeable, that, but not being agreeable, people being, people, uh, being someone that is more assertive rather than aggressive, because aggressive is something different, but someone that's more assertive and someone that is able to stand up for themselves and able to stand up for their principles, that is someone that's going to be more successful than someone that just kind of goes along with what everybody says. Because if you think about it, Successfulness, in essence, is being a leader in whatever you're doing. You know, you're going to be one of the top in whatever you're doing because that is the definition of success. Otherwise, you're not successful. If you're not one of the top in what you're doing, then you're not going to be successful. So, 
if you are someone that believes in what you're doing, then you are someone that can express what you're doing and express the principles of what you're doing, and you won't be someone that's following along because a leader doesn't follow. A leader is a leader. So it's hard to be someone that's really agreeable and at the same time is a leader. Like all those have a little caveats. Obviously, you can probably think of some of some people that might not show one or two of those and still successful. But for the most part, those are the five big personality traits. If you can think about how you can make yourself a little bit more extroverted by maybe talking to more people, really give yourself an opportunity to talk to people that are outside of your circle, be a little bit more conscientious. And that's really easy to be more organized. All you have to do is just simply do things like make your bed, uh, try to instead of playing video games or sitting down and binge watching the uh, latest season of Game of Thrones. You can be working on your project or working on, if you're, if you're working in the corporate world, if you're working for someone, maybe you can work on trying to get your, do your job, your own job better. You can maybe to do some things to investigate and maybe look up what you can do to be a better worker or be someone that is more reliable at work. Those are going to be some things that would make you conscientious and have you increase your ability to or your your probability of success. Openness to experience. Again, all you got to do is just be like an extrovert and not really be afraid of new things. Neuroticism. Well, you can do things like meditate. Those are some things that can help you regulate your emotions and your feelings and that can help you really get in touch with who you are and what you're really trying to do with your life. And of course, agreeableness. And that is the toughest thing for a lot of people, especially females. And I'm not saying this as like any kind of knock on women or anything. What it is is essentially well, women are just more agreeable just because that's just biologically shown that that's, that's women more are more geared toward social structures and they're geared toward creating a community whereas guys are more individuals and they try to create more of a um, they try to put things in their in their boxes and in their places where uh, women try to put things together whereas guys almost try to separate things so agreeableness uh, unfortunately, that's why you sometimes see a preponderance of men in like CEOs and like those quote unquote, those fields where we see people that are out in the forefront in their successfulness because uh, those people are more likely, more or less likely to be less agreeable. And I'm not, as I said, I'm not saying that women aren't agreeable, but on by, by and whole, you see more women as being agreeable and more men uh, being as disagreeable. So, those are the things that uh, you should uh, really consider if you're trying to be successful in your life, whether you're trying to be successful in the corporate world, trying to be successful as an entrepreneur, or trying to be successful successful as, a, as an employee, or whatever you're trying to do in, in, in life and success. Overall success, as we report, is pretty much boils down to having those five separate personality traits. All right, so that's what I got for you today. There's no need for a final thought here. It's pretty much self-explanatory, right? <laughs> Five personality traits, go get them, understand them, and work on them if you don't have them. So anyways, I really appreciate you listening. That does it for my day. That does it for my week. It is a fantastic Friday out outdoors right now. It is about 60 degrees, and I'm feeling real good about life. I hope you are too, right? <laughs> it's great out there, and it's great to be alive. Anyways, whenever you're listening to this, whether it be morning, afternoon, or evening, I really hope you're having a good one. As I said, I really appreciate you listening. Do not forget to subscribe to this podcast. And as always, keep good company.